He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Last month, few cricket fans here would have been paying much attention to the TV coverage of the lunch break in the first test between the West Indies and Australia, when the pundits in the studio filled up the time by talking about a sensational catch in a Super Smash match here at Wellington's Basin Reserve. Love Just watch this. Shot. Is this the greatest catch that you've ever top, seen? Has it got mm. enough? Oh, what a catch! Oh, it's got to be there, doesn't it? Oh, oh this is the firebirds. And former New Zealand wicketkeeper turned commentator Ian Smith made headlines here because his comments about the catch were positive but also very rude about the local commentary. Though you'd have to have listened really closely to have caught the insult. No, I don't no. think it actually happened. They just tricked it up <laughs> with AI. <laughs> A bit of AI. New Zealand uh, domestic, hello. Shit house commentary anyway. Uh, now, Ian Smith does of course know what he's talking about. He was the main Sky Sport cricket commentator for more than 20 years before New Zealand cricket signed a deal with Sparksport in 2020. That's something he was reportedly not too happy about at the time. Now, it was actually Scotty Stevenson who called that catch in that match in question for TVNZ, which acquired the broadcasting rights to domestic and international cricket last year, following the closure of Spark Sport. And while that was just Ian Smith's opinion, TVNZ didn't let it go. A spokesperson responded... New Zealanders have strong opinions about the commentary, but there is no team that will please every viewer, particularly when that viewing audience is over a million. Now, a million people watching a Wellington Firebirds 2020 game at the Basin Reserve? Surely not. It turned out that figure was a cumulative one for Black Caps T20 games on TBNZ's platforms. But recently, New Zealand cricket bosses reported they're very happy with the viewership they're getting on free-to-air TV after years on Sky before that move to Sparksport. Now, before TBNZ took over Sparksport's service, Sky TV was, of course, the only game in town since it was formed more than 30 years ago because the revenue the pay TV titan was able to offer the sports became critical to them. Way back in 2006, Sky was allowed to buy free-to-air channel Prime, now called Sky Open, and it put a sprinkling of live games from top tournaments and leagues on it to tease viewers with a taste of the sports smorgasbord that Sky had for paying subscribers. But last December, Sky pumped up the price of a sports sub by 11%, just as TBNZ launched a free online hub for all its new sports stuff. And then last Thursday, News Talk ZB Sports Talk host Darcy Waldegrave went into overdrive at the prospect of more on TV for free. Tonight on the programme, we are dedicating it to the joy of free-to-air sport. The tides, they are returning. Do we look to Spark and say, thanks for collapsing, because you got this underway? Because the latest news is that Sky Sport are on board. Plenty of free-to-air rugby league and rugby union on its way. It was announced this morning. So selected NRL, Super Rugby and ANZ Premiership netball games will soon be live on Sky Open for free. And Sky CEO Sophie Maloney told Darcy Waldegrave this. We agree. We think this is a beautiful win-win-win for, you know, Sky customers, for the, for the codes and also for our shareholders. But how can that be? And why would Sky screen more of its premium products that people pay for, for nothing, on its own outlet? Well, it turns out advertising is part of the answer. Um, so free-to-air does not generate what subscription does. Um, I don't <laughs> want you to think that, but it certainly has a role to play. And advertisers are keen to get in front of um, you know, highly engaged eyeballs. 
But for the sports and sporting franchises, this could be a problem. The chief executive of the Hurricanes, Avon Lee, told Newstalk ZB's Heather Duplessis-Ellen he was surprised by Sky's move, but keen. Awesome. Uh, I think it's awesome news. Definitely, I'm still a bit surprised. Why? I never saw that coming. Um, I just, I guess with Sky, they pay a lot of money for rights, and it's a subscriber model, so then to put a decent amount of content on free-to-air is quite a change, it's quite a shift. Uh, it's fan- it's fantastic. It's great for rugby, super rugby fans. No yeah. doubt about it. But will this really be great for a franchise like his that struggles to put bums on stadium seats as it is in a competition routinely described these days as a bit of a rotten spectacle and having top live games on TV for free on Fridays and Saturdays won't help. Heather Duplessis-Ellen tried to put a positive spin on it on News Talk ZB. Could the same thing possibly happen with you guys as, as uh, what happened with the Basin Reserve, where when it goes free to air and you've got all these eyeballs watching, suddenly people want to go to the games and the Basin Reserve sells out. Could that happen here, where people are watching the Super Rugby and they want to go to the stadium? Yeah, I think that's that's got to be the strategy of Sky, for a start, is that they would hope that more people will watch the competition and then realise in order to get more of it, uh, you need to have Sky. But turning up at the Basin for cricket on a nice day is one thing. The option of staying home to watch, say, the Warriors live for free rather than trudging to the stadium at night is another. The pressure will also be on Super Rugby to up its game on the paddock as well as on TV. In the Herald this week, sports writer Gregor Paul reckoned that Sky has presumably gazed into its crystal ball and decided it needs to ward off the possibility of TVNZ building on its position as a serious sports streaming service and even getting into rugby in the future. Plenty to play for on screen then when the season kicks off soon, and maybe even more for Ian Smith to gripe about.